0: ever wonder why the healthcare system in America is failing you? Are you sick and tired of being in pain even after taking all the meds your doctor has prescribed to you? Have you thought about whether complementary alternative medicine even works and what it can do for you? These are some of the questions and more that we answer on the Holistic Health Podcast. Hello and welcome to our very first episode of the Holistic Health Podcast, where we talk about all things health, from Eastern to Western medical practices, healthcare models, and how you can incorporate techniques and ideas into your life to live a vibrant, healthier, and pain-free life. My name is Kanoa General, owner of the General Holistic Center, where you can check us out at General holisticcenter.com, or find us on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and YouTube. All right, guys, we are going to address the questions that I asked in the beginning, but before I do that, I want to tell you a little bit about myself and how I got into establishing my clinic. I always knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to help animals any way that I could. wanted to help people any way that I could. And what I had decided on when I was in undergrad, that I would become a doctor. So I was on the you know fast track. I was doing my pre-medical stuff. Uh, and I was on my second semester shadowing a physician. Actually, I went through histologist, pathologist, and a bunch of other uh, positions where I was able to shadow different medical care practitioners. But I remember particularly what really changed the course of my path from wanting to be a doctor to shifting over to complementary medicine. was really this one physician that I had shadowed where uh, one day he had met with this pharmaceutical rep. I remember this pharmaceutical rep wheeling in this black briefcase, stuffle case, whatever you want to call it, and it was filled with drugs. It was filled with samples. So they met for about half an hour, Maybe forty minutes, something around that realm, and uh, the pharmaceutical rep was talking to the doctor about the different drugs, different types of things that he had in his case, and what they do, and you know how they're better than what's on the market today. Um, and so the doctor said, "Yeah, leave him here. Uh, we will try to see what we can do." And uh, he gave the you know the duff case to the per uh, the nurse. And the nurse took it out back and started stocking up the cabinet with these drugs. And after the pharmaceutical rep went out uh, or left, I went outside and I saw this cabinet filled from bottom to top with drug samples. And I remember thinking, wow, that's a that's a hell of a lot of drugs. (laughs) Uh, That's a lot of samples this guy brought in. I wonder, you know, how many people he's going to see today. So. It was like a couple hours later, uh, we met with a patient, and the patient was describing to the doctor, I was like, hey doc, you know, I'm taking these drugs, and uh, you know, it's not. I don't really see a difference. I don't feel any different, um, and I don't know, you know, if I'm getting the results. Like, I, I just don't. I just don't feel it. I don't. My blood pressure's still high, you know, I'm still having all these issues. And so the doctor says, okay." well let me think about it and you know he goes well i think what would help you is and he named off some drug i don't remember some statin or whatnot and he's like i think you would do well on this drug and he goes i don't know if your insurance covers it it's pretty new i just came on the market um but i think it could help you and uh, we'll check with your insurance and in the meantime we'll get you started and we'll give you some samples And so, you know, the patient thanked the doctor, and then the patient left with these samples. And as the doctor was telling this to the patient, the different samples that they had, I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I don't want to be a doctor. I wanted to be a general practitioner. Uh, In particular, I wanted to be a surgeon, Um, but I just remember having this sense of just doom like dread in my stomach it just I felt like my stomach just dropped out from the bottom of me and I just I just had like this panic anxiety type feeling have you ever had that where you just you know something doesn't feel right and you're in your gut you feel it and you're like ah, I don't know about this that's the exact feeling that I had and so I had this this dilemma. Do I continue on with, uh? Do I keep being a pre med student? Do I do I push through and 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 do this thing where I know I'm going to be two hundred forty thousand dollars into debt, uh, unforgivable debt at that, and do I keep pushing through and become a doctor when I don't fully believe in it anymore? Or what do I do? What do I do with my life? And something said to me. Go to massage school. And this was a revelation for me because I've never heard of anything called massage school before. I didn't even know that thing existed. I knew there were chiropractors. I had met a chiropractor once in my entire life. Uh, and at the time, I think it was like 18 or 19. And I'm just saying, what, what, why? And something just said, "Nope, just go to massage school. Like, trust us. I don't know if it was God. I don't know if it was just something in my brain that was attuned to the rest of the world. But I decided, okay, let's look up and just see. Let's kind of humor this and see what's going on. So I did. So I did a Google search, and I found a couple of hours away from me there was a massage school. And I decided to, after scrolling through the page and doing the research, to call the place. Because I saw they had a semester coming up in like three or four days. And uh, and then there was another semester that started um, like at six months or so. So I called the place up and I said, hey, uh, I'm just interested in some material. I'm looking into your program. It looks really great. Can you send me stuff? And the lady goes, yeah. And um, she goes, but funnily enough, we just had somebody um, drop out uh, from the beginning of the semester because it's a family thing or whatever. Uh, she goes, would you like to come down for an interview? And I said, OK, why not? She goes, OK. Uh, Can you come down tomorrow? Because we have our semester starting in like three days or so. And I go, uh, yeah, sure. So I remember scrambling, getting all my stuff together, all of my transcripts and recommendation letters. Like I begged the professors that I knew if they could, you know, just write a uh, a recommendation for me. So I got a couple of recommendations, got everything together, and I drove down. I woke up super early and drove down. I think it was like two or three hours from where I lived at the time drove down, had the interview, um, and the lady goes, okay, well, we will be in touch. Um, we will discuss uh, at our next meeting, you know, what we think, and then you'll you'll hear back from us. We'll either call you or we'll, we'll send you a letter. I said, okay, thank you for your time, and then I left. I went, um, I started driving back home, and I think I was an hour or so into my drive, and the lady calls me back and says, so we had an impromptu meeting. We called your your recommendations and we went over everything. And we would love to have you. We would love to have you as a student. The only thing is the semester starts in two days. And, you know, you, you're you just, there's a sense of elation. And I go, okay, but also a sense of panic. But it was a different type of panic. It was like a good panic. It was like, oh, okay, uh, what do I do? And so she goes, well, you know, we recommend uh, you get funding, and um, and if you can, you can definitely um, join. Or if you don't get the funding in time, you can definitely still join, but, you know, we'll have to have your funding in a week or two. And I said, okay. So I went home, and I scrambled, and actually found funding, I think it was in, like, a few days. We got approved, and we got a loan in um, for, I think, something like $13,000. Massage school is not inexpensive, folks. It it can get a little bit pricey especially when you're going through a six-month accelerated program of over you know a thousand hours so on my first day of massage school when I started getting into everything I just remember this complete sense of feeling right and feeling calm have you ever felt that when you know something is just right again it's in your gut I'm a big believer in guts <laughs> gut health and and listening to your gut by the way I um, but have you ever had that sense where you're just like, oh, man, I am in the right place. This is awesome, right? So I did the program. I graduated, and then I jumped back into my studies uh, for my other two semester or uh, years of, of pre-med training, which were intense. But I felt like I had a better sense of where I fit in the world, and as I was working um, – on my on my schooling, I was also working part time uh, as a therapist on the weekends and at night. Um, and the more I was able to get into that world, the, the massage world, the more I fell in love with it. And I realized over time, like massage goes so much deeper. It isn't just Swedish. It isn't just deep tissue. And it's not just about scrubs and 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 you know uh, flutes. you know like waterfall music and all that type of stuff um when i was working at this one spa uh, i started doing my own thing meaning people were coming with pain complaints specific pain complaints and i started listening to what they were saying and how they were moving and why they were telling me a certain story and what was going on with them and i started uh not just doing like deep tissue massage but doing orthopedic type massage techniques and i didn't even know really um that it was called orthopedic massage at the time. I started doing myofascial type release. I started doing trigger point stuff. And I didn't even realize that that's what those were really called at the time. And when I did those, people got a lot of relief. A lot of people thanked me and were like, oh my gosh, I don't know who you are or what you're doing or where you came from, but thank you. And that was addictive. Knowing that I could help people and that I had found what I believe my calling was such an addictive thing. I don't know if you've ever felt like that in the job that you're in or the career that you're in or even like just meeting somebody just meeting somebody and knowing that that person is for you no matter what you can get through anything and that's how I felt in my career that no matter what this was the career that I would love to help people with this is how I touch lives this is how I affect change now my background is I come from a family where um we're not doctors or anything like that. In fact, I actually grew up without anything. Um, I have two parents, so I count my blessings for that, and they're very loving. Uh, and my mom always believed in in education, uh, but I grew up on a reservation up north uh, in Canada, and so um, because of that, I and we grew up without anything. So meaning we grew up in a log home, but we didn't have running water. We didn't have electricity. Uh, for the first few years of my life, we didn't even have a toilet in the house. It was a bucket. I know that's getting a little bit more in depth, but I'm just telling you kind of where I started out as. Um, the books that we had were so old school uh, that they were just old and tattered, and we realized just really how much information that we were lacking in in the school um, that I was in. The only thing that we did have was a, a telephone, <laughs> But that that was it. Like my mom did, you know, uh, she washed her clothes in an old wash basin. One of those, uh, I think they were squeeze whatever that was. And we grew our own food in a large garden. And everything that we did was by hand. So if you were to think about more along like an Amish type life, that's the type of life that we lived. And my mom was really strict about keeping up our grades. So she was awesome like that. I mean, I give big... Huge props to my parents. They were just fantastic. Um, so with all that being said, that really spurred my interest in science, hence wanting to go into medical field because I've always had that sense of wanting to help people. And I had an uncle that was a healer, and I um, had a neighbor who was a healer. She actually knew about different herbs and medicines, and so did he, and he was able to help a lot of people. And he was pretty amazing and being exposed to that from a young age I knew that there was more to the world than just the physical realm of just giving people a pill that you could give people tinctures that were made up from plants and that there are other things in this world from a spiritual aspect that could really affect you emotionally also and mentally and the foods that you eat from growing our own food in the garden and knowing how amazing you felt to go in and eat Eating processed junk when you get into college, and how that affects your body, and how depression can rear its ugly head, and how all of that incorporated can affect you as a person, can affect you as a being. And so, I really got into the um, complementary alternative medicine. I just call it medicine. It's not even, to me, it's not even alternative. It's just real medicine. It's honest medicine, and that it works and that it can help you. And so, when I started studying different things about massage, I started getting into studying about chiropractic, all the really cool things about acupuncture, uh, nutrition, not just like nutrition, but holistic nutrition. Why are you eating what you're eating? How is it affecting you? How is your genetic makeup be uh, able to cor- incorporate some of the stuff that you're eating and why are you um, really rallying against what you're eating and why is that creating inflammation in your body and how is that inflammation affecting you down the line. So these are some of the things that I really got interested in and uh, noticed that was lacking in the healthcare system. My knowledge of the healthcare system goes pretty in-depth and that comes from a patient standpoint. When I was a kid, I was in the hospital a lot. There's a lot of different things that was going on with me. And that's something that we can get into at another time. And I have that experience. I have had experiences with pain, several injuries and being put on different pain medications and having doctors not know what was going on with me and why it was going on with me and why these medications weren't working. I've been through several neurologists, pathologists, all of it. I've been put through the CT scans, the MRIs, the X-rays, the ultrasounds, and all the other tests. And the tests have come up short. Why? Why is the test coming up short? So I really had to think about, is this a mental issue? Is this, is this something going on with my mental health? My psychology? Is it an emotional issue? What's going on in my life? Am I experiencing undue amounts of stress where this is manifesting as a physical issue? Is there something going on with me spiritually? Am I not close enough to God, the Creator, however you see Him or her, whatever your religion is or your spirituality is? Are you in depth with that enough? Are you in tune enough with yourself? Are you in touch with your family enough? Right? And so these are all the things I started exploring and realized not everyone in, in the current healthcare system that we know in America. Is touching on I realized with my shadowing of physicians and in my research that on average insurance companies allow doctors to to spend about seven minutes with patients now this is old data is always changing so at the time when I was in research this was a few years ago this is what I did this stat that I had come across so if you guys find any other research or anything else that, that's new, please send that my way. I would love that. Um, another thing is, why is the healthcare system in America failing us? Really, why, why are so many people still sick? Why do so many people have diabetes, obesity? Why are cancer rates rising? What is going on where our health is really falling apart? Are you sick and tired of being in pain? That's the question they asked in the beginning. I, would, I knew I was. My doctor prescribed me all these pain meds, and I wasn't sleeping still. And then when I did take them, they would make me groggy. So I never really slept, but I, I would get up groggy, and I would slog throughout the day, and I just was not myself. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like you don't know what's going on with your body, and you're scared? I mean, not just kind of like scared, but like really scared, really concerned. And you see the fear that's on your your loved one's face because they don't know what's going on with you. And the helplessness that you feel because, you know, you're supposed to have this background of healthcare, care or background in education or research or whatever it is. And, and almost like you should know what's going on with you, but you don't. That is a scary and humbling thing. And so that's some of the things that I've gone through myself. And so I know what that's like. I've been in that position. Uh, And then, you know, to address the other question, I've thought about this. Does complementary medicine, complementary alternative medicine even work? Or is it just bunk? Is it just, you know, uh, woo-woo? Let me tell you, in my experience and in my research complementary alternative medicine, which consists of massage, which consists of chiropractic work, acupuncture, Chinese medicine, herbal medicine, uh, all of these work. All of them. And I'll tell you why. Because they've gotten me out of pain. Going to an acupuncturist has gotten me out of pain. Getting massage therapy, orthopedic massage in particular, myofascial release has gotten me out of pain. Going to chiropractic, to take the pressure off the nerves that were not exiting my spine correctly has gotten me out of pain, and I live pretty close to pain-free life overall. And we can definitely get into some of the injuries that I've sustained, and I will give you tips and tricks on some of the things that I've done that can really help you. Well, I even put out um, I think some information not only on my website but booklets and eBooks, PDFs, that type of stuff that I think you guys can benefit from. Uh, And if you check out our YouTube channel, you'll find some things in regard to uh, stretches you can do, practitioners uh, that you should search for or what to look for or not what to look for, you know, what to avoid. Because there are some really fantastic practitioners out there. There's also some really bad practitioners that, you know, they put out false information. So we'll also have that on our website and our blogs and say, you know, this is some of the false information that's out there right now. Like one of the biggest ones is that uh, water removes toxins. they drink a lot of water. you hear that from massage therapists now, I'm guilty of this. I used to do this in the beginning until I did research. It uh, went beyond my schooling, right that you know water flushes out toxins. it does not flush out toxins. It helps you to function more efficiently as a being, but it does not flush out toxins. Your body is a superior machine, and there are a lot of different things that go behind that, um, the water myth, and we can, dis- we can discuss that in another podcast, but really what I wanted to do in this podcast was introduce myself, kind of give you a background of where I come from, give you uh, a background into why I went to you know, being on the path of going into become a doctor, being in pre-med, to switching over to massage therapist. So it's been something that's been just a fascinating journey. And I can't wait to share it with you guys. I think you guys will uh, enjoy. We, I would love to hear some of your comments. I would love to hear some of the things that you would like us to discuss or anything in particular that you would like us to discuss. You know, the whole thing with whether or not acidity lies in the blood and how that affects you and uh, how it affects muscle tissue or something like whether nutrition is super important. I'm here to say, yes, nutrition is very important. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to leave us a comment, leave us uh, topics you would like us to discuss, anybody that you would like to see on this podcast or you would like us to interview, we definitely welcome that. So guys, I want to thank you for your attention. Thank you for hanging out with us today. I know uh, sometimes we get all bu- we get busy, um, but whether you're in your car, you're driving, you're listening to this as you're working out, you're gardening you know you're got sixty things going on at home, and you're just listening to us. I give I appreciate you giving us your attention. If you want to check us out, please go to GeneralHolisticCenter.com. com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at General Holistic Center. That's our uh, handle. Or if you want to check us out on Snapchat or Twitter, again it's General Holistic. General Holistic with a C. And then uh, guys, send us an email. We love. Our emails so send us an email at general holistic at gmail.com holistic with everything is spelled with a w so w-h-o-l-i-s-t-i-c and uh, that's general holistic at gmail.com and if you mess it up no big deal we have a couple of different domains so if you just spell it with an H that's fine we'll get that anyway alright guys so thank you so much for your time I hope you all have a beautiful and fabulous day if it's not going well Make it a great day. Do something great and wonderful for somebody else. Give them a compliment. Just high five somebody. Give them a smile. Even if it's a complete stranger, it will change your day. That'll begin to change your life. So put more positivity and love out into the world. Thank you, guys. I'm Kanoa General with the Holistic Health Podcast. Take care, everyone. It's over.